Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, Donna. Yeah, that's me. Have you done your lumosity today? Are you loosey goosey oh, in terms of your so. brain? I uh, actually did elevate last okay. night. Oh, I didn't. Do Similar lumosity. to lumosity? Very much so. In fact, you introduced it to me. Oh my gosh! Because you were showing me how to, you know, this program where to read faster. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I started that, and then yeah, quit. yeah, I still do it. Oh, that's really great. It's very difficult. Yeah, Thank my you. sister's doing lumosity. Yeah, it's fun. It seems to be. I have my it. favorite games. Tell you about them sometime. Thank you. Dateline, 1966. Ever heard of it? I have, indeed. Great year. The Rolling Stones started a two-week run at number one on the U- U.S. singles chart with this song, the group's third U.S. number one single, also a number one in the U.K., it was the first number one single to feature a sitar oh, on the geez. recording. I don't have a timeline for the Rolling Stones music. You sitar, know, you familiar with a sitar? Yes, it's like Indian. Like an music. like kind of like an Indian guitar almost. It okay. Makes more of like a wow, like a whiny sound. Hmm. Makes me think of George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, Beatles did it too yeah. for a while in the 60s. Oh, shoot. My father-in-law, uh, law, Tushar Khandabai Desai, who is from India, plays a sitar and grew his nails out at one point okay, I don't so that he anymore. could pluck them. Oh my gosh, great! Yeah. That's so cool! Late. Yeah. And when I told my sister that my father-in-law played the key, uh, the, the sitar, she was in her head thinking, Kitar. <laughs> That he was in an 80s band like Journey, yeah. pounding away at a wearable keyboard. So anyway, Donna, back to you. I'm pretty sure this is the wrong answer. Uh-huh. So if it is, redirect me, okay? Sure, I won't let you get this one wrong. The answer that I'm thinking of is paint it black. But I think that is way later than 1966. So. Do you want to lock it in? Yes. You are absolutely right, Donna. Are you kidding me? It wow, was Donna. Paint It Black. Had a two-week uh, run at number one. The only thing I could think of that might have that instrument. Did you hear it? You hear the sitar in the background? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm amazing. That was great, Donna. Thank you, Don. Oh, I we love this song so you. much. It would be very bad at that question. I have to admit. <laughs> oh, I love this song. I didn't know it was that old. That's 54 years old.
Whoa, Lumosity. Easy. <laughs> Doing all sorts of mental gymnastics. That's right. Yeah, I do do a lot of math. Do do. <laughs> Dateline 1977. Okay. This band became only the second group after the Jackson 5 to achieve four U.S. number ones when this song went to the top of the charts. Now, I have asked you this question in more of a difficult way. Had I given you, mm. have I, had I given you the song name and not the band name? So this song... Let me, let me ask you this way. Okay. okay. Yeah, you gotta help her out here. Give I, her at least one. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah, because I actually just realized that I blanked <laughs> you on both, and I'm sorry, and I asked the question incorrectly. <laughs> this band did this song. Go. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Let me rephrase all this. This band became only the second group after the Jackson 5 to achieve four U.S. number ones when I'm Your Boogeyman went to the top of the charts. I'm Your Boogeyman. This band released this song, which went to number two. Oh, God. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I wanted to initially say the Bee Gees. But, but I, I know that you're not going to lock that in. No, because it's wrong. I'm going to say Casey and the Sunshine Band. Do you want to lock that in as your final answer? Yes. Donna, you are absolutely what? right. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. I am like Wow. That's what Donna. I am. I know. I'm amazing. That's I swear I'm not good. cheating or anything. I'm just sitting here and listening to the questions. That's what I'm All right. Whoa, I almost said Bee Gees. Well, it's same era, right? True. Yeah. Oh, Casey and the Sunshine yeah. Band. Love it. All right. Good one. Dateline? Okay. 2000. No, this is not going to end well. This singer, since deceased, went to number one on the charts with Try Again. It became the first airplay-only song to reach number one on the U.S. singles chart. Repeat no, that last thing. It became the first, quote-unquote, airplay-only song. Okay to reach number one on the U.S. singles chart, which means no points from a commercial single release. So somebody just chose to play it, but it wasn't released as a recording for the public. Yeah, airplay yeah. only, airplay only. Ooh. In the year 2000, the song is called Try Again. The singer sadly has since passed away. I'm going to need a hint, Bob. She okay. died in a plane, plane wreck. Okay, this is... Uh, I like the sound of that Aaliyah. that you just did. Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Let's, if you just tell me if you want to turn that deadbolt. Um, you want to lock it in? Yes. Final. Thank you. My gosh. I did need the hand, what though. Song. This song, so sad that she tragically passed away Absolutely. at such a young age. This 
I remember listening to this song in a Taco Bell drive-thru with my now wife, then girlfriend. Is that right? I mean, isn't it weird how certain songs, certain little moments, nothing special happened there, except I got a friggin' dynamite meal like I always do. Thank you, Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. But I really remember it. times. It was pre-Quesarito. You're absolutely right about that. Listen, that was in the era of chicken soft tacos for Stevie Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a part in this where it goes, and they just do the beat, and it sounds kind of like a fart, which is one of the reasons that I remember uh, this song so much. See, like, now, hey, we're at Taco Bell. This is so poignant. Now, when right. I think about her, I, I do think about R. R Kelly, Kelly and... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because they got married, and she was underage, and it was real creepy. Oh. Yeah. See, I never watched the R. Kelly special. I highly encourage you to watch it. It's really compelling. Okay. And disturbing. How old was she when she got married? 15 or 16. (gasps) My grandma Scott was 16 when she got married to my... Pat, Pat, or, uh, Pat Scott, excuse me, Pap Scott. Um, who has since uh, passed away. He was 24. Now, this wow. was 60 Different years times. ago. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it inter- interesting, though, how like back then it was like, oh, Mary found love. Mary? Mary's 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it would be like, uh, whoa. Ew. You know, and Maybe Mary of- just has a crush. Yeah. yeah. You know, part of the reason that I watch a lot of this stuff, because I want to I wanna have a level of awareness which one would you suggest I watch, Jeffrey Epstein or R. Kelly first? I would think I would start with Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Because I think you'll have very strong, mm-hmm. on both of them, very strong opinions. But anyway. And I, th- I think knowledge is power, yes. too. So anyway, uh, are we done? I have one more little bit. Oh. Sort of off the beaten path. There's no music to be played okay. here. Just a random like, oh, question. Shoot. No, just a random question. Okay. John Lennon wrote this song after hearing a cornflakes commercial. And John wonder, Lennon wrote John this Lennon song. John Lennon wrote this song after hearing a cornflakes commercial. He was kind of a character. Um Not a just just to fill time as you think. This okay. is the sound of me uh, hitting a pencil off of my headphones. Is that supposed to help me? No, just more so to kill time. time. Yeah. Here's <laughs> um, the same pencil on the lamp. I'm going to Okay, I'm going to need help. This is something that you would say to someone upon sunrise, upon waking. Okay, good morning. Mm. Double down. Final. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Is that a John Lennon song? No. <laughs> It says John Lennon wrote Good Morning, Good Morning after hearing a Cornflakes commercial. I don't think it's the same song. And if it is, have we been living under a rock? The airplane that Buddy Holly died in was called American Pie. That's Don McLean wrote a song oh. with the same name about that accident, and that's yeah. why it's Bye and Bye, Miss American Pie. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Why is it? Because the plane was called American Pie. I see. Okay. I didn't know that. I mean, it that. has a double meaning, too. Like the, yeah. the just the innocence. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, can I give you a piece of music news that just recently came down? I don't know, Dawn, maybe you saw it. But 
um, country band Lady Antebellum is changing their name. They are. What? Yep. They are changing it to just Lady A. Um, they broke down on Twitter the reason why um, Antebellum, I believe, aren't weren't those homes that were very common in the Civil War era. Oh. Oh, interesting. So, I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. yeah nor did I, huh? Um, they said, as a band, we strived for our music to be a refuge, inclusive of all. Of we've watched and listened more than ever these last few weeks, and our hearts have been uh, stirred with conviction. Our eyes opened wide to the injustices, inequality, and biases black women and men have always faced and continue to face every day. Um, they're regretful and embarrassed to say that we did not take into account the associations that weigh down that word, referring to that period of history before the Civil War, which includes slavery. So oh, they're changing yeah. their name. It means before mm-hmm. the war. Yes. Okay. After, yeah, Southern Antebellum style. Um, yeah. Okay. Just an interesting fact. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that. But thank you for the game, Steve. That was got quite it. successful nice and fun. You were great oh, today, guys. Back at you.